0: Hey Brandon. Hey Erica. Do you ever take a moment and just step back and think about how much our day-to-day lives depend on fossil fuels?
1: Honestly, all the time. When I really think about it, it feels almost impossible to go a day without doing something that relies on coal, oil, or natural gas. These fuels create reliable electricity, they power our cars, and they keep our homes warm in the wintertime, and really so much more.
0: Which is a pretty major problem, right? Because burning all those fossil fuels is the leading cause of climate change. When we use oil, gas, and coal for generating energy, carbon dioxide, methane, nitrous oxide, and other nasty pollutants are released into the atmosphere. And the scale of this is really hard to comprehend. Around the world, we pump around 37 billion tons of carbon dioxide into the atmosphere every year. This number is so large, it's really hard to compare it to anything. But the Great Wall of China is estimated to weigh 116 billion pounds. So the total weight of carbon dioxide we humans put in the atmosphere by burning fossil fuels every year is roughly equal to 700 Great Walls of China.
1: Wow, okay, that's that's crazy, but hold on. There's a lot of really smart people out there working to solve this problem, right? Here in the US, wind and solar have been some of the fastest growing sources of electricity generation. I personally see solar panels going up on roofs all the time. And the major oil and gas companies have committed to investing in all sorts of renewable energy. I'm looking at Chevron's website right now, and they're highlighting their work in renewable biodiesel, green hydrogen, and carbon capture projects. They even claim to be leading in lower carbon intensity oil and natural gas. ExxonMobil, Shell, BP, and nearly every other major oil and gas company seem to to be committed to reducing emissions and helping solve climate change.
0: Right, it, it really does seem that way. But there's another side to this story, and that's what we're here to explore in this podcast. For example, Shell recently walked back on its commitment to reduce oil output. In fact, Shell plans to increase its natural gas business to secure its spot as the world's largest liquefied natural gas player. And Reuters recently reported that Shell plans to spend $40 billion dollars over the next 12 years on oil and gas production. That is a lot of money that could be spent on deploying renewables and transitioning away from oil and gas. So while Shell wants us to think about them as an energy company, they still act very much like an oil and gas company.
1: So if you, listener, are skeptical about how major oil and gas companies have been marketing themselves as clean energy advocates, you've come to the right podcast. I'm Brandon.
0: And I'm Erica.
1: And we're your co hosts of Life in the Greenhouse.
0: Our show is a project of the Carbon Accounting Reporting and Management Lab, a new research lab at Northern Arizona University focused on the evolving landscape of greenhouse gas accounting and building capacity for climate leadership. In this podcast, we use greenhouse gas accounting as a tool to deconstruct and evaluate claims of progress towards a low carbon future.
1: And some of you are probably wondering what greenhouse gas accounting is all about and what a low carbon future really means. In season one of our show, you're gonna learn all about this. Many companies and corporations around the world have made commitments to reduce their greenhouse gas emissions and transition to clean energy, including the oil and gas industry. One of the most significant public relation campaigns taking place today is the rebranding of oil and gas companies As energy companies in short the marketing goes like this an energy company is committed to expanding sustainable sources of energy and reducing greenhouse gas emissions sure oil and gas is still part of the business model but an energy company is about so much more than oil and gas this kind of marketing is all over the place and we feel that it's time to take a deep dive and evaluate if this is legit if this is some major greenwashing or somewhere in between. So in our first season, we'll be asking for one, is it appropriate to start branding oil and gas companies as energy companies? And furthermore, are oil and gas companies part of the solution to climate change or still creating the problem?
0: We're bringing you four episodes in this first season, each diving into a specific topic in greenhouse gas accounting that can help us investigate these questions. By the end, We'll give you our assessment and talk about how our biases inform that assessment. But what's more important is that you walk away with a new set of tools to make your own judgment. We hope you find the practice of greenhouse gas accounting can help you make sense of the crazy and complex world of energy.
1: So look for episode one in a few weeks and thanks for listening.